hi this is denise from analyze with denise welcome back and if you're new here welcome i would always talk about the fact that i love myself like i would always say that like i love myself if i'm not going to eat like if i don't love myself who is going to love me so i would say i love myself because nobody else is going to love me but then when i looking back at how i was back then and how i am now i don't think i really really meant like i don't think i truly did love myself because some of the things i did it was just like it says i was compromising my well-being for the well-being of others which really took a toll on me because at the end of the day it just it just it it was quite exhausting and just very definitely not sustainable but now of recent seeing that i see myself i try to see myself more accept who i am i'm trying to be more honest with myself where and then i try to critique myself more and in doing so i'm learning so much more about myself because before if i would even like if something makes me uncomfortable I would push that thought down and just say I'm okay with something even though I'm not okay with it because I know if I say I'm not okay with it you're going to ask me why and all that and I don't I don't really want to explain myself and previously I never thought I could say that I don't want to explain myself because I because I would think of others before I think of myself which was a very wrong way of looking at life as a whole So with so much pain and general heartbreak from that part of my life I also decided not to address it for like 3 years I decided not to address it but then time doesn't really do much for you if anything it just lets the whole wound grow worse and deeper So I decided to address it slowly of course it was tough I went through it but also the fact that i was having this whole i was i was having this cry that no one could really see it was quite painful because they couldn't understand me but even i myself i could not really begin to explain where i'm coming from because i'm looking at it at this point whereby i don't really have friends in my in my age group i don't really have friends in my age group actually in general i have like one one friend one close friend and of course there are things about our relationship that i would like us to outgrow because they are also starting to make me uncomfortable but then we shall i think we shall adjust that after the whole exam period or when we meet again because it take long before we have actual meetings but she's a person i would like to keep, to keep in my life so now for the people in my this other people is like they're all they're all grown my my mom kind of gets it she she understands me she's one person i tell how i feel and she doesn't invalidate my feelings if she doesn't understand it she just keeps quiet maybe she changes the topic but she doesn't she doesn't make me feel like she has ignored it 
because she she does actually know how to respond to my situation so she just encourages me to be strong what she told me that i'll get through it but she doesn't invalidate my feelings like she acknowledges what's going on but if she doesn't know how to address it she doesn't give me wrong advice because she just wants to just for the sake of giving advice she there's always she kind of gets it and she makes me feel comfortable sharing sharing how i feel with her even though i know sometimes she doesn't fully get it she doesn't invalidate my feelings so that's one thing i i like i like talking to my mom if from i like talking to her about my feelings because she she kind of makes them feel valid even though she doesn't really give me advice about how to deal with them she makes it feel valid and i i like that but then for the other people when i tell them about everything they want to ask me like let's say like especially those times when i'm like depressed or anything they want to ask me why are you depressed and then um because in most cases actually for the depression it shows in my behavior and i start to have like mini rage outbursts whereby i just i just decide not to talk to people anymore because that's the point you don't get it anyway and you're trying too hard now you're trying to understand me and you're pushing my boundaries and i really don't need you to do that for example taking me out for unsolicited advice and then when you and then you become surprised that i do not want to share because i'm feeling so ambushed and attacked i don't want to share my feelings with you if i wanted to share them with you i would have shared them with you but pushing my boundaries is definitely not the right way to adjust the entire situation sometimes you just have to sit back and let things happen like just watch it it's out of your control so that's how they are the other people yeah, like the cousins and the aunts and all that. It's basically like a whole village, honestly. And when you share one thing with one person, it's like there's a way they want to tell every single person that is concerned. Like, let's say you tell your aunt, your aunt will tell your sister, your sister will tell her, her husband. And at the end of the day, it's like the whole village knows that Dennis is depressed. And it's so annoying. Because now they're going to come and they're going to be like, so they're going to feel pity for you. Then there are also these other people that feel like you feeling, oh my God, actually these ones are the worst ones. The ones that come and make it seem like you feeling depressed is entitlement. Like how are my feelings a form of entitlement? Like I just don't get it. It's like I'm not even allowed to feel i'm not allowed to be sad because in your view you've you've provided everything that you possibly could for me which i am really really grateful for but either way life happens it literally happens to everyone and because of it you just can't help but be depressed sometimes that doesn't mean you're ungrateful you're just sad and you feel like there's nothing to live for really and yes, it may seem, it for them, from their point of view, it may seem, because it may seem entitled, because from their point of view, they feel like, oh my God, we are giving this girl everything. How dare she? <laughs> it's like, how dare she be sad? And then when one talk to her about her sadness, she doesn't want to open up. 
and then they call you entitled yet they are the ones at some point it was like i felt like they were the ones who were entitled for pushing me too much talk about my feelings yet i did not want to talk about it because i also wasn't really sure what was going on i did not know why sometimes i would feel like if i didn't like if I had ended the previous day. It wouldn't be so bad because there was really nothing for me to live for. So I kind of felt like that. And it went on for like about a month or even more. Honestly, the first half of the year was really shit. It was like the worst time because I was really going through it with my mind. And no one was getting it. And I didn't want to explain myself. But then again, they wanted to push my boundaries. So I just said it withdraw from everything. Yeah. Such as the situation. I don't know if that's how other people react when they are going through their feelings and trying to understand themselves more. But that was, yeah. So it was that. Then I also tried. That's that's. It's uh during that point when I was going through it with my mental health. Whatever could help me be out of, be out of my mind, I would definitely go for it because. It would be nice for me to have activities that required me to step outside the home. Because if I was at home, I was always in bed. And I didn't... I don't think it was very good for me. Because I'm, I'm alone there. And sometimes when you're alone, it's not, it's not the best thing for you to be alone. It's better for you to go out and do something. So I'm the kind of person who realizes uh, my weaknesses or the bad things around me. And then I try to create things that kind of counter those bad things and kind of create this balance. For example, if I know, if I know that, uh, for example, if I know that I'm not going to be able to read the whole syllabus in, let's say, a month. I just decide to read everything every day for like an hour or less but those things compound at the end of the day even when for example now I'm having my papers next week but then it doesn't feel very overwhelming because I read every day I read everything every day so at the end of the day I don't have to struggle that much so I kind of apply the same thing to every other thing whenever I feel like this is this something bad is going to happen I try and plan for it. Yeah, I try to plan. I try and plan for it so that I can kind of prepare myself mentally for it because I don't really like the shock of the bad thing. I don't like the shock of it. So I try to prepare myself for it so that I don't feel very, very sad. That's kind of sad, like the type of sadness that can take you into a depression that I don't feel like that so that I don't go back there and try and know what's. Like, find my way out with my own. So I try to do that a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Now there was the most annoying kind of people. The ones that were addressing my depression. There was, they would say... <laughs> annoying. Okay, so it's a very, very, very annoying, actually. Because they would say that... Uh, <laughs> they would talk about people who are... Like, they would talk about a war. Or they'll talk about an earthquake. Or the people that died in an earthquake. 
<laughs> they would be like, Denise, can you know how to how about all the people that have died in the earthquake? You sleep today, you wake up tomorrow, and there's no one around. Everyone is dead, and it's like in my head. Do you know what happens when I go when I when I put when I when I go to bed every day? Well, do you know what happens? I'm alone. That's, that's one of the scariest things about mm, like mental health and the depression and everything. Because when you go to bed or at the end of the day, you're on your own. It's just you and your mind. Only you and your mind. No one is about to save you. It's just you and your mind and your thoughts. That's it. And if your thoughts are bad, at the end of the day, you're going to feel so sad. And you're going to try and put a smile on your face, but at the, but it's so, so difficult that at a point you can't do it anymore. And you just feel so exhausted. It's like you've given everything you can to the world. It's just not coming back. It's just not giving. So like, just go. Like that's that's how it is. And then you hear this person telling you about an earthquake and the people that have died in the earthquake. Like, and of course it's a very sad thing, but it really has nothing to do with my situation and the thoughts in my mind. The people who are dying because of earthquakes. They have nothing to do with what's going on in my mind. Absolutely nothing. And then you want me to think about all the bad things that happen in the world. There are so many bad things that happen in the world. So, so many. But you're saying before I have, like, before I even say I'm depressed, I should think about all those bad things. <sighs> Once again, that was another way of invalidating my depression. Anyway, that was that. I did not think this episode would be about mental health, but it is. Because this is actually the first time I've managed to speak about it. Yeah. And it's not like I'm victimizing or anything. I'm not. I'm just talking about how the responses were very annoying. They were very, very annoying and they led to a lot of unsolicited advice in wrong places. And the whole thing, it, it was just a wrong solution. It was just a wrong solution. And the only reason I decided to actually share that I was going through this was because I realized it was getting really, really bad and I couldn't take it anymore on my own. But it, it really didn't help either. I just started talking... What I'm doing now, I talk to myself a lot and I try to see myself from another point and be as honest as I can with myself so that if there are some errors in my behavior, I fix them. I'm not the kind of person who who, who wants to have problems that I do not like. I should be aware of all my issues so that I deal with them. I don't like it when another, when another person comes and tells me what the issue is with my things if i'm felt if i've done something wrong in a number i know it's wrong but i do it anyway because i have no other option <laughs> so in most cases i know when let's say i failed or when i've passed although of course when they ask you have you passed the exam you have to say yes <laughs> so life is pretty much like that for me it's like, a, it's like an exam every day it's an exam and it's like it has to be graded 
at the end of the day it's like a puzzle fail and i almost failed earlier this year but i got through it and if you're out there and you're also going through and you're also going through a whole a whole what what's this thing called you're also going through a whole thing just take it one day at a time if it if a day feels overwhelming try and go try and break it down like try and just just try and break it down put activities in your day things that you specifically get fun and joy from it doesn't necessarily have to be so wild and anything just has to keep it just has to just has to give you peace that's all it has just has to give you peace and whatever it is that you see is not good for you, please be honest with yourself and see that it's not good for you. Because if you're honest with yourself, it saves you so much trouble. It just saves you so much trouble and uncertainty. So just be honest with yourself. Try and try and see yourself from another point of view so that you can kind of critique yourself because sometimes it's a bit difficult for us to judge ourselves so if you kind of create this other persona to to see what's going on for you since you don't really trust anybody around you can make another version of you that's what i'm that's how i that's what i'm basically saying i make another version of you and try and figure it out just you and yourself but i know it's difficult that's for sure it's very difficult it's very painful it's very isolating because most times people just don't get it they just don't get it they'll tell you about that the people that are dying from the earthquake and they say that you should be grateful which is invalidating how you're actually really feeling and it's not like you're ungrateful you're very grateful for the things that you have but you just feel that way and you're not even quite sure why sometimes. Maybe there was a triggering moment. Maybe there wasn't. I'm not very sure. But for me, that was the situation. I just decided to deal with my shit. I had it what happened like three years back. But then I decided not to deal with it. So I was on like a break for three years. But still, the effects of that were still coming through in my life. And still affecting my daily activities. I decided we had to deal with it. We had to move on. We had to allow ourselves to move on. So you have to release yourself from your past traumas. And move on. But in order to do that. You have to go through that whole painful process of actually looking at the trauma. Facing it and dealing with it. If there are some... If the, if the causes of that trauma are still present in your life, you need to address them. And you need to address them. Because the, the whole point here is you have to just, you have to address it. Even though you are afraid, I know it can be very difficult to confront people. Like I say, confrontation is very difficult. Confrontation is very difficult. And I'm a person who kind of runs away from my problems like i just run away from them i'm not i'm not that brave to face my problems but those problems hold me back so i have to face them so when i feel like i've had enough and I've, i'm tired of running or i don't want to keep running for like another five years then i come back and then 
all that that whole that whole cycle i just try to deal with it then then it takes a lot of practice sometimes i still run but sometimes i say no things today no this is a bad person you have to address their behavior so they don't treat you like that again and sometimes they don't take it well but then at the end of the day it's not about them it's about you as long as you know that you've done your part as long as you know that you've done your part you've addressed the problem it, it kind of helps it does and i really hope it does help you yeah so that's what i wanted to discuss today the whole thing about mental health but be safe be well take care of yourself do the inner work it's difficult but please try and do it it helps you a lot if you have come this far thank you for listening i really appreciate your time thank you